Hey everyone, if you know me, you know that I've been investing in precious metals for many, many years. Once I realized that private banking cartels could drastically manipulate currencies, putting my family savings in jeopardy, I decided to take matters into my own hand and diversify our savings strategy. This is why I buy physical silver and gold and invest in metals through our Roth and 401k. And I only invest with Colonial Metals Group. CMG is the exclusive sponsor of The Shannon Joy Show, and they're helping me set up a safe and secure self-directed IRA where I have access to my assets no matter what the stock market or, for that matter, the government is doing. Let the team of experts at Colonial help you protect your family's future with an extra special offer just for the SJ audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver just for the SJ audience. Join me today and take back your power. Secure your wealth with Colonial Metals Group. Hello world, welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. Hello, world, and welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. We're broadcasting from the Joy Virtual Studio right here in the beautiful Finger Lakes region of New York State. We are live, live, live on Rumble. It is so good to be with all of you today. It is Friday. Thank you, Jesus. And I want to thank my production team. We have Owen Stevens, who is producing the show right now and working the live chat on Rumble. And also Frankie working the vMix and taking your calls if you choose to call towards the end of the show. I'm just so thankful for the team. There were so many years, especially in the dark days of 2020, COVID-19 lockdown. And for almost three years, it was me all by myself in a room talking to the wall. I had the occasional guests and I had more guests on as the show moved on, but it was always just me all by myself. And for the first time in many, 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 many years, um, I feel part of a team. And so Frankie and Owen, I want to thank you guys this first week broadcasting live on Rumble, 11 a.m. at the new time, taking callers, engaging with the audience. It's something that I've wanted to do for so long, and I'm so blessed. I really feel blessed for the people who are around me. So, Owen, I know uh, you're on the mic. I just want to thank you for all of your hard work this week. I know it's been a really big adjustment for all of us, but you're awesome. So thank you. (laughs) Thanks a lot, Shannon. We did it. It's Friday. We made it. Thank God. Mm-hmm. And for those of you who are on the live chat, love to hear from you. We're reading your comments and Owen's going to keep an eye on that. We're going to try to read some of them uh, today towards the end of the program as well. It's been kind of a, a crazy week. Um, we've had some hiccups, some tech difficulties, but I think we did it. And I promise you guys, the show is going to get better and better and better as we get into the rhythm and um, we work out some of the kinks. We're going to continue to grow with this show. We have so much happening, so much coming up in Rochester, New York, but across the country. The medical freedom movement is awake. 
We are connected, we are activated, and we know what time it is. We are nowhere near over um, you know, the, the fascism that was implemented in this, con- this country during COVID-19. We might be out of our cages for a little while, but we have a lot to do. And I'm really looking forward to hosting just a bit of housekeeping before we get to our very, very special guest, Brian Hooker. We're going to bring him in to the Joy Virtual Studio in just a minute. He is the co-author of Vax Unvax, the definitive book on the differences, the health differences between vaccinated and unvaccinated populations. It's absolutely amazing blockbuster. But I want to let you guys know this Sunday, I'm going to be at The Stand. It's an event in Rochester, New York um, from uh, 5 to 8 p.m. this Sunday. So if you are in Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, or in the Western New York region, want to invite you to The Stand a God Country, God and Country Awakening event in Monroe County. It's a free event at the Italian American Community Center. And as I always tell you, this show is national and international in scope. We talk about big topics, big issues, but I am an evangelist for localism and I put my money where my mouth is. I activate in my community. I want to uh, encourage all of you, whether you're in California, Florida, red state, blue state, the key is going to be local community organizing over the next two to three years as we fight for our liberty here in the United States of America. So I want to invite all of you to join me at the Italian American Community Center, 5 to 8 p.m. this Sunday for the God and Country Awakening event of Monroe County. Also, the Summit for Truth and Wellness, we are just 30 days away from the Summit for Truth and Wellness right here in Rochester, New York. It is a live event at the Bethel Christian Fellowship, a beautiful, a beautiful venue on East Avenue in Rochester, New York. We are inviting Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. Naomi Wolf. We are going to have Dr. Ryan Cole here with us. Jeffrey Tucker of the Brownstone uh, Institute is making a repeat appearance at the Summit for Truth and Wellness. We had him here this past spring. And also Bobby Ann Cox. She is a civil rights attorney in New York State, and she is fighting, fighting, for freedom here in New York. She won a big case against the quarantine camps in New York state. You saw the footage last week. We brought that to you right here on the Shannon and Joey show. She's going to be in Rochester to give us updates on her case. We have to come together. You guys have to come to this event. There is going to be so much fellowship, so much information, and we have to keep this movement alive. We have to keep this movement together. They know what time it is. You know what time it is. And we have to keep the issues of medical freedom, medical freedom at the fore, single defining issue of our time. I said a few things to all of you in 2020. For those of you who have been with me since the dark days of COVID-19 lockdowns and very early in March of 2020, I told my audience um, a few things. One, I said to you that all COVID roads lead to force vaccination. I knew it then because we had been on the vaccine beat and um, it was it we, we know now that that was part of their agenda. Um, the goal is ownership of your body. I also told you guys that the 21st century economy, as planned for by the elites, is built on a form of 21st century human slavery where medicine is the central industry. You are the consumer, the product and the experiment. And that necessarily rests on forced and coerced vaccination. I also told you that vaccines, many people didn't think this at the time, 
But I told you that vaccines would be the defining issue of the 21st century because forced and coerced vaccination represents the ownership of your body. And once they have that, nothing else matters. The border, the economy, taxes, all of the issues that we talk about, you know, Second Amendment rights, Fourth Amendment rights, privacy, education, all the issues that conservatives talk about don't matter if they own your body, because then they have the power to inject you with anything they choose and make you sick and then continue to make you sick. And then once once that happens, you're in the medical industrial complex and you can't get out. That's why vaccines are so important. And that's why this next guest on the Shannon Joy Show is so important. I am so thrilled and honored to meet for the first time and interview Brian Hooker. He is the chief scientific officer over at Children's Health Defense, which is such an amazing organization. He is the co-author with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. of the blockbuster book, Vax Unvax, which is the definitive word on health outcomes in vaccinated populations versus unvaccinated populations, among many, many other things. Brian Hooker, welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. Thank you so much for being with us today. So um, I'm Brian, wondering if we have audio. Could you press the microphone button? On, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm go. so sorry. Um, yeah. There you <laughs> let go. Me, hey, hey. Well, cut. Yes. Um, yeah. Thank you, Shannon. It's it's so nice to meet you and so nice to be on your show. Thank you. Sorry about oh, that. Absolutely. Hey, no problem. Listen, it's no big deal. I'm just glad that I we get to spend about a half an hour with you to ask you about um, this very, very important, important book. Um, Vax Unvax. Let's start here. Why did you write this book in the first place? It, it has something to do with the lack of interest in Washington, D.C. on this issue of health outcomes in vaccinated populations. But what was the underlying reasoning behind writing this book? Thanks for listening to The Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. As you all know, the Joy family is super sporty. We all play volleyball. The kids are playing beach volleyball in the summer, high school volleyball in the fall. And right now we are traveling across the country almost every weekend, different city every weekend playing club volleyball. And uh, the kids need good nutrition. Very difficult to be healthy on the road. Sometimes they're playing you know, up to five games a day, 10 games in a weekend. And they need the vitamins and minerals. They need the nutrition. And I'm so thrilled to partner up with Field of Greens so that they can get all of the vitamins and the nutrients and the nutrition that they need to supplement their regular diet and keep them full of energy and healthy on the court. Also, healing after these long tournaments is really important. And the product line over at Field of Greens is fantastic. It is an easy way to make sure that your family is getting the nutrients that they need all natural every single day. Go to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And plug in the promo code Shannon. You can check out their whole lineup of products. And if you put in that promo code Shannon, you'll get 15% off your order. So we're super excited to partner up with them and looking forward to a super healthy, super healthy 2023. 
Well, I've been doing vaccine safety research for about 20 years. And uh, one of the studies that the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, the FDA, the National Institutes of Health, one of the studies that they refused to do was to look at an unvaccinated control group of children or adults. You know, if you look at uh, CDC studies, they always, in their control group, they always have a vaccine involved. Or if you look at even FDA clinical trials, there's something, some type of adulterant in the control group, and they're never completely unvaccinated. And these federal authorities have shied away from this for so many years to the point that um, Mr. Kennedy actually met with uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci and Dr. Francis Collins back mm. in 2017 to ask, where are these studies? Where are the vax unvax studies? And, uh, you know, Tony Fauci he wheeled in a bunch of carts of papers and he could not find one that what truly had an unvaccinated control. And as exasperated, he just kind of threw up his hands and said, well, I'll email you the studies. Well, of course, that's the last they heard from Anthony Fauci. But uh, Mr. Kennedy reached out to me in 2019 and said, let's look for some of these studies hiding in plain sight and see what we can find in the open literature. And now about 100 studies later, uh, you know, that we've uncovered, uh, we have a book. And so the book yeah. features 100 primarily independent studies, primarily found in the National Library of Medicine or on the website PubMed, uh, where the control group is unvaccinated and the experimental group either follows the vaccine schedule or, or follows, you know, one or, or several specific vaccines. And we've we've broken this down into about 11 different chapters on, you know, different topics, uh, including the vaccination schedule, including the flu shot, um, the hepatitis B vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccine, which we, you know, even though it was really early on, we found a lot of vax unvax studies involving the COVID-19 vaccine. So we wanted to make sure that we included that mm. chapter. We are talking to Brian Hooker. He is the co-author of Vax Unvax. You can go to childrenshealthdefense.org right now to get this book. It uh, It is is an encyclopedia of information. Uh, you cover a lot of the vaccines in this book. And we're going to get into the details. We're going to ask that question. Who's healthier? The Unvax group or the Vax group? We're going to do that in a moment. But before... Before we do that, I just want to ask, you say that you have been researching vaccine safety for 20 years. So um, I want to talk to you that, you know, most people coming to the vaccine issue now came to the issue through COVID-19 and through opposition of coerced vaccination of the COVID-19 vaccine. Most people don't realize that there have been many people, uh, yourself included, Bobby Kennedy, um, you know, Mary Holland, who have been on this vaccine issue for decades, decades. Dr. Andrew Wakefield was one of the first. Can you talk to the audience about why you got involved in this and what your story, what your origin story was? Because it was a very small group of very dedicated researchers and scientists and activators that really are the core now of the medical freedom movement as it exists, exists today. Well, thank you so much for that question. I, I actually uh, was 
minding my own business, uh, vaccinating a newborn. My my son mm. was born in uh, 1998, and I was very pro-vaccine when he was born. You know, we wanted to make sure that he was vaccinated on schedule. My wife was more vaccine hesitant than I was, but I actually grew up in a public health family. My mother uh, was a public health nurse and she was in charge of the distribution and accounting for vaccination in one of the larger counties in Southern California. And so, you know, I just thought vaccines were the best thing since sliced bread. Uh, but when my son went in for his 15 month well baby appointment, he had an active ear infection, and we mm. knew that we had heard you, you don't vaccinate a sick child. And so we mm. asked the nurse practitioner, you know, is it okay uh, to give him these vaccines? They were all lined up and ready to go. And she said, oh, yeah, that's no problem. We vaccinate sick kids all the time. Well, it was a big problem for my son, and he sustained a very uh, a profound vaccine injury he regressed into uh, neurodevelopmental delays, had uh, severe neuroinflammation, and was diagnosed with uh, profound autism about three months after he received those vaccines. And so he was a very, very sick child. And that, you know, was so obvious, Shannon, what had happened that really started my quest in terms of understanding and, and trying to figure out what, first of all, what happened to my son? Why did this mm. happen? And then why um, was the CDC at the time denying the relationship between vaccinations and autism? And in a very, very bold way. And so I started investigating the CDC, found mm. that their research, research was dubious, that there yeah. was something afoot. You know, if you look behind the curtain, it seemed that the CDC's data was showing a relationship between vaccines and autism. And, sure. uh, but the face that they were presenting was something completely different that, oh no, there's no relationship, nothing to see here, just move on. So that really started my quest, uh, you know, in the early 2000s, that's when I really started to do vaccine safety research in earnest. Brian Hooker, so many of the the most uh, prominent and effective organizers and, and advocates in this movement have vaccine injured children. And I'm so sorry that that happened to your family and to your son. My kids are vaccine injured also. I know I've talked to Mary Holland about her story as well. And, um, you know, it's it's an it's an absolute tragedy. It's it's a, it's a hor it's horrific what these childhood vaccine schedules have done to our children. It is the crime of the century. Um, the COVID-19 vaccines just touched the surface of a much, much larger problem in this country. And I wanna thank you for, for your work, for your selfless work. Um, and how is your son doing today? Thanks for listening to the Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. Hey guys, I am so psyched to be working with the folks over at Colonial Metals Group. You guys know that I am all about personal empowerment, never living in fear or waiting for some politician to save you. Being at the whim of the stock market or the current administration does not make me feel safe 
or secure, but having a self-directed IRA where I can safely store physical gold and silver assets that have stood the test of time makes a lot of sense to me. Let the team of experts at CMG help you protect your family's future. Maybe you're just getting started. Maybe you're already in a 401k or an IRA, or maybe you're thinking about your parents' retirement. Regardless of your situation, Colonial Metals Group can help. We put together a special offer for this audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950, and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver. Don't sit around waiting for a politician to save you. Save yourself, protect your wealth, and call Colonial Metals Group today. He's doing very well. He still is, you know, he still has autism. Uh, He's a non-speaker, but, but now, you know, he's able to communicate through spelling and there's a whole modality that is sweeping through the autism world called spelling to communicate. And um, my son is brilliant. You know, I, we, we spell with him three times a day, 30 minutes, uh, 30 minutes each time. And it's it's really just unlocking his world. And for the first time, we're able to communicate with him in words, in sentences. We're able to see how does he feel? You know, what does he think about things? What are his favorite foods? You know, things that we've wondered for so many years. So it's it's really it's been a wonderful time and a, and a, and a real breakthrough for my son. Oh, what a miracle. I'm so glad for that. I'm so glad to hear that. We're talking to Brian Hooker. We're going to go to break very quickly on the Shannon Joy Show. And when we come back, we're going to ask him about what's in the book. Vax, unvax, let the science speak. We're going to ask that question. Who's healthier? It's it's on everyone's mind. And we're going to go into the details when we come back right here on the Shannon Joy Show. Welcome back, everyone, to the Shannon Joy Show. This segment is brought to you by our dear friends over at The Wellness Company. Go to getwellwithshannonjoy.com, getwellwithshannonjoy.com. Make sure you always use the promo code SHANNONJOY. We're talking about vaccines today, vaccine injury, not just COVID-19 vaccines, but the entire schedule. And so much of what The Wellness Company does is amazing in terms of helping people are vaccine injured, helping people get off pharmaceutical products. In fact, they have an entire program called Freedom from Pharma. They deal with vaccine injuries. The docs over at the wellness company are not going to tell you you're crazy. They're not going to gaslight you and tell you that the the vaccines have nothing to do with any of the things that you're experiencing that you know have to do with the vaccines. They're going to listen to you. They're going to help. They're going to believe you. And they're also going to, to help you um, you know, recover hopefully from some of those vaccine injuries. So I want to um, thank them for what they're doing and encourage you guys. They have a whole product lineup. The spike support is Dr. Peter McCullough's signature, um, you know, COVID-19 vaccine spike uh, detox. And they have a bunch of supplements over there. A lot of them that we use here at the Joy family household. And they're just a great company. So get well with Shannonjoy.com. It's get well with Shannonjoy.com. And of course, 
always look, use that Shannon Joy promo code. We have Brian Hooker. He is in the Joy Virtual Studio this Friday. He's the co-author with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and the uh, on Vax Unvax, Let the Science Speak. Um, this is an amazing work, um, over a hundred peer-reviewed scientific studies that show the direct health outcome comparisons of vaccinated versus unvaccinated individuals. So let's just start with a big question. Uh, Brian, what did you find in this book? How are the health outcomes different between a vaccinated population and an unvaccinated? Well, there was a very stark contrast, Shannon. When when we uh, Mm. looked at studies some of the some of the most important studies in the book we've put in chapter two, and that is where individuals, researchers have compared completely unvaccinated children to those children who are following lockstep the CDC vaccination schedule. And when you do that, there are so many more chronic illnesses. There's such a higher incidence of chronic illnesses in the vaccinated group. We saw uh, even even just getting one vaccine in the first year of life or more. You know, there was one study um, where uh, in the first year of life, the control group was unvaccinated and uh, the experimental group received one vaccine or more during the first year of life. Their rate of developmental delays, if they were vaccinated, was twice as high. Their rate of asthma was 4.5 times, not 4.5%, 4.5 times higher in the vaccinated group. And that was just one vaccine or more over the first year of life. And then when we started to look more at the vaccination schedule, then things that really um, uh, jumped off the map were ear infections and Mm -hmm. respiratory infections and pneumonia. So even infections, even infectious disease, uh, the rates were higher in the vaccinated children as compared to the unvaccinated children. We saw consistently five times as much autism in the vaccinated group as compared to the unvaccinated group. That number has been affirmed over and over again by several different studies that, you know, between four and a half, five times higher rates of autism. And, and, you know, I think that's a really, really important conclusion. It does not, you know, epidemiology, which is the kind of the crux of this book, does not prove causation. But boy, we're, we're seeing so much more autism in the vaccinated group that, you know, it's stunning. It's, it's, it's a really, really, uh, stark finding. And overall, you know, I, uh, you know, I have to say it, the unvaccinated children were much healthier. Wow. Wow. And we all suspected this, didn't we? We all suspected that this was the case. Um, when you just look at the cumulative data of chronic illnesses, not just for children, but across the, the, the entire culture and population of Americans, that correlates directly with mass vaccination and the CDC schedule and the adding of vaccines to the schedule and then also schools and districts and and preschools requiring vaccination as a condition of education, which needs to be completely banished. We need to smash that, especially in New York State (laughs) and California. You mentioned causation being established with autism. This is something you often hear from the pro-vaxxers or the vaccinazis, I sometimes like to call them because that's what it feels like here in New York State. Uh, But they will say that, well, correlation doesn't mean causation. Mm, And they always lead with that. Well, just because your kid 
<clears throat> was a different kid the second after they got vaccinated, started crying, never st stopped crying, developed a high fe fever, just because it correlates with the vaccine doesn't mean that the vaccine caused it, which is like a type of gaslighting, in my opinion, because right. it, it's, it's, I mean, parents know when their kids are injured, they know when their kids are injured. And so, uh, but that is what they rest on. They always go back to correlation doesn't mean causation and they won't study the correlation right? Or the, they won't study it to get an answer. They just say they can't prove it. In your opinion, you know, you look at all of these studies, what type of study or, or what type of uh, compilation of studies would be necessary to establish causation? I mean, how could we get over that hump and uh, use, I mean, we have such a, a large movement now. Is there a way we could, we could create studies that could establish that causation? Well, I think if you look at the open literature, there's really sort of a tapestry of studies that are epidemiological study, biological mechanistic studies, uh, medical reports, uh, you know, uh, case reports, case studies, case theories, that there's enough evidence to show that there is a causal relationship already. You know, there we... Unfortunately, the CDC will refuse to do this study because they will refer to flawed epidemiology and say, you know, that, that is out and out fraudulent. The seminal CDC studies that have been done around vaccine and autism, they've committed fraud. And so they'll mm. stop at the epidemiology and they won't look at biological mechanisms. They won't look at case studies or case series. They will edit out that information. But the types of studies that we need, you, you, you really do need um, just uh, not only epidemiology, but biochemistry, um, okay. case yeah. reports showing consistent. Mm -hmm. And then something that is really, really important is called a challenge rechallenge study where a child gets vaccinated and they get worse, they regress, and then they get vaccinated a second time, and then they regress further. That would be mm. really the gold standard study, and that information already exists. It is so shocking um, what you are revealing today on the program. Dr. Or, I'm sorry, Brian Hooker, he is the, well, your PhD. You're, he's the co-author of Vax Unvax with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. It is the definitive book. It is over a hundred peer-reviewed study that that establishes the difference in health outcomes in vaccinated versus unvaccinated populations. And there's just, I mean, there's a ton of information in this book. I have it right here, actually, by the way. I am I'm reading it right now as we speak. And um, you look at the infant child vaccination schedule, um, the Marisol, we'll talk about that when we come back, some of the ingredients, what could be causing these illnesses and what those illnesses are and the sicknesses, not just in in infants and children, but you looked at adult populations as well. Um, also vaccination in the Gulf War illness is very interesting to me. We can maybe talk about that, but they, they look at um, Hep B, HPV, MMR, the COVID-19 vaccines, DTP, among others. It's, this is the kind of book that you want to purchase and, and hand to your pediatrician at your next uh, child's well visit. This is the kind of book you want to purchase and bring to your physician, to your doctor's office. You want to buy this book for your favorite politician. When you go to any of the meet and greets, you want to hand them this book. Every single person in a position of power in this country needs to have this book. Go to childrenshealthdefense.org. That is childrenshealthdefense.org to support what they are doing and also to get this book moving because this is not okay. We, we've been on this beat now. Some of these people have been doing this for 20 years. 
They've been hiding it for 20 years. They have called, they have ruined careers. They tried to destroy Dr. Andrew Wakefield's career. They tried to ruin him. They have seized licenses. They have named you anti-vaxxers and called you conspiracy theories, theorists. Every trick in the book, because they want these vaccines. They want our bodies and they want the bodies of our children because they need them for that 21st century economy that I've talked about which necessarily puts the human being as the consumer, the product, and the experiment. That's what their economy is built on. And when you look at the $500 billion uh, you know, pharma industry, more than that, you, you can see why they necessarily need to hide this. Well, we're not going to let them. We're not going to let them. And sharing this information is one way that you can do that. So childrenshealthdefense.org. Go get your book today. When we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Brian Hooker. Welcome back, everyone, to the Shannon Joy Show. We are talking to Brian Hooker. He has been proclaiming this truth about vaccine safety and awareness for two decades. He recently wrote the book, the definitive book, on uh, the health outcomes of vaccinated versus unvaccinated populations. And in the last segment, we established it is obvious that unvaccinated populations are far healthier and this is based on what uh, over 100 peer-reviewed studies, scientific studies that they compiled in this book, Vax versus Unvax. He co-authored it with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He's also the chief scientific officer over at Children's Health Defense. Brian Hooker, let's talk about um, these health outcomes, these negative health outcomes for an over-vaccinated population and the ingredients in the vaccines that could be contributing to that what types of illnesses across the board, what really stuck out to you as some of the most common vaccine injuries? And what do you think is a mechanism that is causing that? Well, there were many, many neurological um, illnesses mm -hmm. that that were ramified, you know, that, that really came out of the analysis of not only the vaccination schedule, but when you looked at individual vaccines. And, you know, it's interesting because when a vaccine is given, it causes inflammation. That's just a part of the immune mm -hmm. response is inflammation. Yeah. But what many people don't know is inflammation is very nonspecific. It's not like it's just reserved to one part of the body. So mm -hmm. the entire body, inc including the neurological system, becomes inflamed. And in some individuals, they do not have the mechanisms to calm down that inflammation, especially mm -hmm. neuroinflammation. That was really the case of my son. It's case of uh, other individuals, you know, if it's ram if it ramifies in early in childhood, it you see learning development uh, delays, uh, you see autism, you see ADD, ADHD, but then there are uh, there are other studies related to the HPV vaccine, uh, related even to the COVID nineteen vaccine that show neurological difficulties more in adults, where all of a sudden they. Uh, uh, become, you, you know, uh, neurologically impaired from the peripheral nervous system. So, you know, all of a sudden they experienced paralysis, tingling of the legs, restless leg syndrome, um, other issues that, that are associated more with the peripheral nervous system. You also see um, myriad autoimmune disorders, you know, individuals okay, yeah. that end up with 
um, uh, gastrointestinal issues that are autoimmune in origin, individuals that end up with things like um, asthma, which is autoimmune. Um, other other difficulties that were autoimmune would you know would be uh, myalgia, you know, muscle aches, muscle pain um, associated with that. And then, you know, the one that really, really stands out, especially with the advent of the COVID-19 vaccines and more specifically the mRNA vaccines are cardiac adverse events. Mm. You know, there were Mm -hmm. so many papers on myocarditis, pericarditis, um, ischemic stroke, clotting disorders, deep vein thrombosis, um, uh, myocardial infarction that were associated with the COVID-19 vaccine. And I do believe that uh, in, you know, from an origin standpoint, that this is a really, really strong autoimmune reaction where all of a sudden the body is producing something that's foreign, the spike protein, and the immune system will, you know, this is a cellular immune system, what we call cytotoxicity, will go after that and start to attack not just the spike protein, but the human cells that are producing mm-hmm. the spike protein. So it's human fighting human tissue. This is devastating to hear. It's devastating to hear because there are mil- hundreds of millions of Americans and we just vaccinate and vaccinate and vaccinate. And all of these illnesses that you hear about all the time, the pharmaceutical, and in fact, Bobby Kennedy, and we're going to share this video a little bit later in the program, but Bobby uh, Kennedy was recently interviewed and, you know, he mentioned that the, you know, pharmaceutical companies make 60 billion a year or so on vaccines, but they make close to 500 billion a year on cures for vaccine injuries. Like some of the things that you just mentioned, it's, it feeds that pharmaceutical complex. And it really blows your mind when you think you consider that this might be their, their, their business plan, which is horrific to imagine. What are your thoughts on that? Well, sickness sells. And so, you know, if you have a patient who's vaccine injured, they become a pharmaceutical patient for life. And I I listened to uh, Bobby Kennedy speak, and he said something that was so interesting and devastating to me. And that is that for every dollar spent in on medical care in the United States, 84 cents of that dollar dollar goes to chronic illness, chronic disease treatment. Mm. And so we are a chronically ill society. Uh, The control group showed that 27% of all Americans have at least one chronic illness. And that's not including obesity. It becomes much, much larger if you include obesity along with the other chronic illnesses. In 2011, 54% of all children were diagnosed with a chronic illness. That number does include obesity. So we are a chronically ill society, and that really sells. The pharmaceutical industry does not sell cures that will cure these ailments one time and then done. They sell chronic treatments, and these are treatments that if you have Crohn's disease, if you have mm-hmm. um, rheumatoid arthritis, you know, if you have lupus, if you have other autoimmune disorders, these are the drugs that you're on for the rest of your life. So yeah, it's a huge business proposition. In the in the book Vax or Vax Unvax, you talk about the flu shot. That's a a, a vaccine or a, a shot that is not right, widely right. discussed. And most people don't even think about 
uh, you know, adverse events. It's not on the childhood vaccine schedule. So there isn't as much scrutiny and it typically isn't mandated um, except for potentially healthcare workers or maybe government uh, officials or government employees. But what did you find about the flu shot in adult populations? Well, the flu shot, um, it, there's some, some important facts about the flu shot, and that is that some formulations in multi-dose, multiple dose vials still contain mercury. They contain the mercury wow. uh, uh, containing preservative thimerosal. And so thimerosal is a huge issue. It's neurotoxic. It's given at concentrations that are highly neurotoxic. You know, so it's mm. above the e EPA and FDA safe limit. And this is also being given to pregnant women in any trimester of pregnancy. So one of the first things that we found, Shannon, was that the flu shot in the first trimester of pregnancy was associated with autism spectrum disorder in the offspring. And so, you know, it's, <sighs> it's been shown that prenatal insults can lead to autistic disorders. And here's one that, and it jumped out, it was a study that was done by CDC affiliates at a, a health maintenance organization called uh, Kaiser. And in this particular study, they tried to bury the association, but it was statistically significant. And ultimately, you know, as discussed in the book, then it came out that there was a relationship. We also see um, a lot of uh, complications associated with uh, the flu shot, like Guillain-Barre syndrome, which is, yeah. a, is a neurological condition that causes paralysis, uh, Bell's palsy, um, then other other disorders associated with the H1N1 flu shot that came out uh, as a part of the, you know, swine flu pandemic in 2009, uh, that was associated, was associated with an 11-fold increase in miscarriages, in oh miscarriages and pregnancy. The year that that vaccine was given along with the seasonal flu shot, uh, miscarriages in those vaccinated individuals went up by 11-fold. And so something is desperately wrong here. And they're taking the influenza vaccine, which is really, really poorly tested and also is not very effective. I mean, you know, on a good year, they'll, they'll cite that flu shots are 60% effective at preventing illness. On a bad year, it might be 18% effective. Mm. And it might be, you know, when it's something's 18% effective, it's essentially worthless, but it's causing all of these disorders. And one of the weird things that we saw was that the flu shot was causing the flu. That uh, children right, who received right. the, the children who received the flu vaccine were had a higher incidence of being hospitalized due to flu or flu-like wow. illnesses, other upper respiratory infections than their unvaccinated counterparts. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Owen Stevens, our producer, has um, a question for you. Would you mind asking? I know, I know you have to get out of here pretty soon, Brian, but um, the, oh, no, we're good. The, the live... The live chat is going bananas. People so appreciate what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, they have a lot of questions. Owen, um, can, do you have a question about, um, or, or uh, for Brian Hooker? Go ahead. Yeah, this was my personal question. I really do believe that there is a, an unfortunately unexamined aspect to the COVID-19 vaccines, which is the inclusion of the toxin graphene oxide, which when we, you know, think about its presence in, you know, what the water supply and, and everywhere that we find it, 
I wondered if in this book, if you touched on graphene oxide, exactly what graphene oxide does. And um, because I, I'm not hearing that much about it as, as a toxin and its effects and whether or not that graphene oxide is a contributing fact, a factor to a lot of the illness and, you know, disease that we yep. are, we are seeing. Thank, thanks so. And Brian? Well, graphene oxide, um, there, there have been mixed studies on graphene oxide showing some studies showing that it, it is in the COVID-19 vaccine, other studies showing that it's not in the COVID-19 vaccine. And I've seen so much evidence regarding this, um, that I, I am really convinced there's a problem here that there is okay. a problem. We do not know the health effects of graphene oxide. Uh, we do know that it is associated with self-assembling nano, nanoparticles and nanomaterials, um, but we don't know the long-term ramifications of graphene oxide. Personally, I did not include it in the book because I, I you know, the book's parameters were it had to be a vax unvax study, and there right. were no vax unvax studies that talked specifically about graphene oxide. But I think it's something that needs further research, further discussion, uh, okay. because there's really, really compelling evidence out out there that shows that graphene oxide was a contaminant. Um, an adulterant, we don't, you know, we, I can't really speculate whether it was intentional or whether it was accidental, but there's evidence that it was in the vaccine. Oh my word. So many, I mean, it, it, it boggles the mind that we don't even know for sure exactly what is in the COVID-19 vaccine. Some of that still hasn't even been disclosed and people are taking right. it. Um, it's, it's just uh, horrible. Um, before we let you go, I, you know, I thank you for your time. And this, this information is, is simply devastating. It, it really is. It's simply devastating. We have to get this information out to as many people as possible. Um, what do you think needs to happen to move this issue further into public discourse at large, further in, you know, we still have this problem of politicians, elected leaders and elected officials on both sides of the political aisle who will not address this. Mainstream media, even conservative media will typically not address this issue of not just the COVID-19 vaccines, but the vaccine schedule um, in and of itself. In and of itself. Um, is any vaccine safe, in your opinion, to take? And how do we move this issue forward? I really feel like vaccination in general is is inappropriately and not uh, not well enough studied in order mm. to participate in this grand medical experiment, either for myself yeah. or for you know my wonderful child. Uh, for mm. other people's children, I just, you know, I don't, I don't give medical advice as a PhD. Um, and so I don't tell people to make their, you know, what vaccine decisions to make for their families. But mm. to me, this is such a grand medical experiment. There are so many yeah. unknowns. One of the things that really stood out in researching this book wasn't the presence of the 100 studies, but the absence of hundreds of studies that should have been done that right. haven't been done. You know, it is so, you know, even the Institute of Medicine in 2011, you know, they looked at 158 different types of adverse events from vaccines, 135 of them, there wasn't enough evidence to evaluate whether they would happen or not. 
And so that mm. means 90% of the literature on vaccine, vaccines and vaccine safety is missing. And so why would you, you know, want to participate in this grand medical experiment? And I'm encouraged, you know, there's efforts afoot to get the book in the hands of legislators uh, in yes. Congress. Um, you know, all the legislators in Congress will get a copy of the book. We're working at the state level. So state legislators will also get this book. And, you know, I hope people really take the time to read through this, read through the information, look at the graphics, yeah. look at the charts, look at what the differences are. And, you know, and I also see, Shannon, that um, the government has overplayed their hand with the COVID-19 vaccine. So more and more people yeah. are really waking up. Yes, I agree, Brian Hooker. In fact, we had Jeffrey Tucker of the Brownstone Institute on just two days ago. I highly recommend that episode. It was bombshell after bombshell. But uh, he said that he believes they are trying to push this new round of COVID-19 vaccine boosters. They're they're hitting it hard. They're, you know, they are, right. you see all of the headlines and they, they really want to push this on the, the American people. He predicts as an economist that less than 5% of the American population is going to take that vaccine. And I am hoping and praying that's going to be a huge signal about American right. sentiment, Right. They might not say it with their right. mouths out loud, but they are voting with their decision, you know, decision to, to not get the vaccine. And so we're going to be watching that very closely. All right. Excellent. Well, yes, yes. All right. So this is the book. You have to go get it. Christmas presents. Christmas is coming up. But honestly, it is the type of book that um, along with, you know, Ed Dowd's book was great. Um uh, cause unknown. And that's another unknown. one that I recommend people. Yeah, that I recommend people um, bring to your pediatrician, your medical doctor, your favorite politician. Bring it to the Thanksgiving dinner table. Just set it on the set it on the coffee table. That's what you should do. Buy the book and then have your whole family over for Thanksgiving and just put it on the coffee table and be like, oh, how'd that get there? And, and, and see if it'll spark conversations. We have to stop being afraid to talk about this issue. This is the defining issue of our time. I believe that it is. And you know you know that it is when you, see, you meet people like Brian Hooker who have devoted their lives 20 years on this issue because they know it. they are on the right path and they're on the side of truth. We thank you so much, Brian, for everything that you do for humanity and to bring this issue to the fore. Childrenshealthdefense.org is where you can find it. We can find the book and buy it. And thank you very, very much. Appreciate you being here. Thank you so much, Shannon. It was a pleasure. All right. And I hope you'll come back sometime. I know you're busy, but I would love to have you back. I, I tend you to have rotating. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> Once I like a guest, I like to have him on, you know, you know, a couple times a year. So yeah, we'll be reaching out again. And thank you for all your work. Well, thank you very much. All right. And we'll be back in a moment right here on the Shannon Joy Show. New details tonight on the 1963 assassination of John Fitzgerald Kennedy. The alleged assassin, Lee Harvey Oswald, was involved in a CIA operation three months before the assassination. This project was said to be a covert CIA operation that was developing a top-secret vaccine and or a biological weapon. What they're doing is they're trying to kill Castro. I'm just a 
1963, the world was a powder keg ready to explode. With the CIA holding a match to fuses on every continent. From Vietnam to Cuba, clandestine operations were being waged to preserve a fascist new world order, which emerged from the ashes of the Third Reich. Assassination teams within the CIA had their eyes on two sitting heads of state. Fidel, a few years earlier, had survived an agency-led coup d'etat. The other head of state, President John F. Kennedy, had scuttled that attempted overthrow and pledged to dismantle the agency, which was already planning his demise. U.S. soil was no longer sacred nor safe from the murderous reach of the CIA, which now reached ambitiously into the heartland of America and into the bayous of New Orleans. Not mean, however, I'm a, a, a communist. A young girl found herself caught up in a clandestine covert operation to eliminate Fidel Castro. This wouldn't be a shot heard around the world, but rather a silent shot of super cancer-causing poison derived from a monkey simian virus called SV40. A team of fascists hell-bent on defeating communism directed by the CIA, was formed in New Orleans. This den of vipers included the head of the National Cancer Society, the FBI's former head agent in mafia-controlled Chicago, and a paramilitary instructor who would bring in a double agent named Lee Harvey Oswald. This tale has everything from murder, espionage, a tragic love story to bioweapons and the genesis of gain-of-function research. At the end of this, we'll have one dead doctor, multiple dead agents, and a dead president. I'm Shannon Joy. Stay tuned as I take you through the full story. Welcome back, everyone, to the final segment of the Shannon Joy Show. That full story is sponsored by our good friends over at Augusta Precious Metals. Love, love, love them. Um, I'm way behind in my retirement savings. And, uh, you know, as a small business owner, I've owned my own business for 10 years. And you always just dump your money back into your into your business. And, you know, it's a struggle. And so obviously, you know, I'm not as funded as I should be at my age Naughty Shannon. But anyway, I am ready to start investing and really contributing to my IRA and my retirement. And I've decided to do it with gold. I'm going to have my retirement backed by physical physical gold and silver. And um, I'm just really you know excited to work with the folks over at Augusta Precious Metal. I'm going to use them. Uh, you can go to text joy to 68592, 68592 to find out why. I love their philosophy. I love how they educate and help their clients back their IRA or 401k investments with physical gold and silver. It's where everyone is moving because we know that the government, there's shenanigans going on with the currency and people just don't trust it. They don't trust the markets. They don't trust the government. They don't trust even our own currency because there's so much manipulation. And so they're going to go with the safe bet. The safe bet is physical gold and silver. So please text J-O-Y to 68592 to get your free gold guide and find out why I love them so much. That's J-O-Y to 68592. All right. We have to close out the show um, because I'm moving over to, I'm, I'm actually going to be live on Steve Dace in like 
they're, they're Skyping me right now. <laughs> they're probably mad at me. <laughs> I'm, so if you guys are watching now, I'm moving over to the Steve Dace show. I'm going to do a live show with them tonight. Join the Dace panel. And uh, yeah, I, I'm uh, amazing interview with Brian Hooker. And I mean, Owen, bombshell after bombshell after. When you think of the scope of what has been done to bodies in terms of these vaccines over the past 20, 30 years, it's, in, it's insane. Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, starting from the, the COVID-19 vaccine, it gave a lot of people a very, very solid foundation to jump off of in order to pursue the truth about all vaccines. Um, they saw what this vaccine did. They saw how dishonest, um, how much dishonesty was, you know, revolved around this and was was in this vaccine and in its rollout. And I think that really just sabotaged public trust for all vaccines, which is a very, very good thing in all honesty. So I think that there's going to be a generation of kids like my youngest brother, for instance, who grow up without receiving a single vaccine from any, you know, money grubbing doctor. So I'm very, very happy about that to see, you know, even polio vaccines be analyzed for what they actually are and the, and the true history and truth about this come out. You see, and the, the thing that I'll close out with is that, you know, childhood disease, should we even be trying to prevent childhood disease anyways? Is that something that we should even be trying to prevent it? That that's how right. immune systems are right. strengthened. And so the yeah. lie it's, is that we have to yeah. prevent childhood vaccine, uh, childhood yeah. diseases when we really don't, those are good for children. Yeah. Well, we're going to discuss this more next week. We're going to get into this topic of the entire vaccine schedule because enough is enough. Um, Owen Stevens, thanks so much for producing. And I have to hop out. I'm heading over to The Blaze, everyone. We are going to join the Steve Dace show as part of the Dace group this Friday. So hop on over there. We'll see you next week on The Shannon Joy Show. Hey everyone, Shannon Joy for Connecta Mobile. So when I started my show 10 years ago, I would talk to my friends about privacy and the Fourth Amendment, and they would look at me like I had three heads. Now, fast forward to 2024, post-COVID, and everyone is talking about privacy. We are freaked out by AI, grossed out by government surveillance, and very aware that data is the new gold. Combine that with the new reality that your whole life and all of your data is on your phone and in the palm of your hands, making you a sitting duck for common hackers, corporate hustlers, or government spies. Are you going to let them get away with that? Well, I'm not. And that's why I use my Connecta mobile phone as the official business phone for Joy Media. That's because Connecta is the only phone company that specializes in security and privacy above all else. Call Connecta Mobile today and talk to a real person who lives in the United States about securing your devices and communications for as little as $35 a month. Their basic plan includes device encryption, encrypted text, and data, also a free phone. That's just the beginning. Call 941-246-2156 to talk to a representative. That's 941-246-2156. Or go to phone123.com slash joy today. That's phone123.com slash joy. Get securely connected today only with Connecta.